0: Hey, hey, hey everyone, welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast, you're here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. And we're giving it anyway. That's right. Not Bally
1: is a performer.
0: Mm, and Dr. Tom's Einstein kind of mm. And we're here to give you our professional,
1: professional, professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. 14. So let's
0: raise a glass or a bottle and start spilling the G&T. Plank. Plank. Hey everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the only podcast, the only RuPaul Jack race podcast you should
1: be listening to. <laughs> this is becoming a more consistent intro. Do yeah. Think, is it possible we're getting a bit big for our boots? Are you calling me arrogant? Are you calling me arrogant? <laughs> you calling me, arrogant? Calling me ignorant, man, <laughs> because that's the worst thing you could call me. Now
0: nah, nah, I'm saying I'm arrogant. <laughs> Joey, you <think> I'm arrogant? <laughs> do you think I'm arrogant? Do oh, you think I'm arrogant?
1: My favorite freaking. response site was Rosé. Hey, girl, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't Rosé. Was that Joey? Actually, it was Joey. It Joey, because girl, what do you call this? Yeah, girl, what are you doing right now? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I can't do this. I will just call her again. <laughs> that was a bit too much addiction to be
1: Candy Muse. I yes, you spoke with clarity. Yeah, then, that was a bit uh, too much clarity. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a Candy Muse stand, Okay, oh Candy is charismatic plus plus plus, yeah. and that's that's why she's beloved. I
0: would absolutely love Rebecca in All Stars. She she is great wow. TV.
1: Let's be oh oh well well why don't we have a chat about the world of All Stars because there are lots of rumors swirling around and lots of it's opening up. What the uh,
0: this f- put the rumors oh, 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 what was that? You are lucky my prepaid phone ringing. <laughs> uh sorry. what let's good. let's just pause the um the rumors and let's mm-hmm. talk about what we actually know because
1: they have just released All Stars 7. Yeah, so they're calling it All Stars 7, but it's the much um, rumoured the much longed for winner's season now I do think we're going to do a proper little meet the queens at some point because um, we've got about a month to do that um, and it's an exciting cast and we can do something special there I think we got shake cool Uh uh-huh. hot what is was it? was it? it? Tricky coulee. Shake coulee. Harder How than a can... motherfucking creme brulee.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm, so they could lay. Look, give Edge that snitch today. You see? <laughs> okay,
1: look, let's not put too much emphasis got... on this. I'm Evie Oddly and Oddly enough as well. Edge the Have <laughs> we got to do them all in some sort of song? Well, what song they sang? Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. so we've got
0: Evie Oddly. Let's go in order of the latest. So it's Jada. So we got um, Jada was after Seth. <laughs>
1: all I can hear is <laughs> singing about an octave too low. <laughs>
0: All the hours they in my heart,
1: <laughs> and yeah, falling paw, I guess her- queer fascination. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> her intro bit though would have been in the um the kind of you think you know me. What was her verse in that? Um, um, the essence of beauty.
0: Da- 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 Masha, Masha, Masha! Look, no, that was that was Jan. <laughs> uh, she was before that. She was the she was good. She won that episode. The essence of beauty, the gowns, the girl, and tons of beauty. beauty. But don't be done by the perfect facade. Uh She always rises, despite the... uh, She's funny, she's witty, she's got talent, but Mm -hmm. you don't comprehend. That's good enough. And Meta Mamadier will sneer the competition. You're so good at remembering lyrics to verses. Not not really, really Tom. I I I remixed
1: it a lot. (laughs) Um, Then before Jada, then we got... What, Evie? Because she's the season 11 winner. Then we've got... Um,
0: People hating on the covers.
1: People hating on the covers. <laughs> when they try to bring you under. So that was
0: um, Monet Exchange, exchange mm-hmm. The sponge... Queen. No, I don't want to say queen. Sponge lady. The Yeah, the cleaner. <laughs>
1: she came in cleaning. She came in season 10 cleaning. And Asia was like, girl, we passed there. We love Monet. She's such a charismatic performer. We got Trinity the Tuck. Trinity, well, never did fantastically in verses, did she? She was always like, "That was like her one, the one kink in her armor, if you like." She was just never. My ever, name is
0: Trinity. Can't you see? I got, got a lot of, of pressure up, up in me. May. Then yeah, and then the other girls, but they ain't me, boo. They're I got they just came not resist. I don't know. that. That kind of thing. Evil Rejectables in your face. The time has come for housing and you. And she was in that me. terrible Girl,
1: um, remix of Super Queen, which we just want to kind of forget.
0: One, really. two, three, four. She walks the fashion, which hits the floor. <laughs> Five, seven, back to
1: ten. Yep. Um, who, who else do we have? So we, we've mentioned Shay. So we've mentioned Jada, Evie, Shay, um, Monet, Trinity. We've got very excitingly the Viv, who's the oh. only non American on the cast, and it was very dear to our hearts. <laughs> Um, so she did Toot the Moon, didn't she? Um to-
0: what, what was her verse in Toot the Moon. Dun 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 Yeah. Raining in every land. Come on, I'll take my hair. I'm gonna take you
1: higher. Everybody, look up to the nice guy. To the the moon. Okay, that was was good. That was good. That was good. good. Um, Several keys there. (laughs) We were a caretaker. We had several keys in that one. (laughs) And then, Um, um, really excitingly, we've got some like. Line. I would say girls that you'd probably say are from the couple, first couple of eras of Drag Race, really, before, like, the VH1 era, which is so exciting to see them. So we've got Jinx, who never really got a verse to define herself. No. But we have seen her live. She's got lots of her own music. She's a great singer. Fantastic. Um, no, she's a... Yeah, she's, she's a great... Well, I think professionally. No, she does have a verse. Well, no, they did a video that they didn't get to do lyrics for, remember? They did... Um, uh no the 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 hairography. can i get a name in oh yeah okay. shame but it wasn't about her was it It wasn't like defining but it her. was it was her yeah. song what was it when she that time when she used the snickers as a contour that time you mean <laughs> <laughs> what was the in that one um well she was with evie and jay jolie uh in in your big back again, say, yeah.
0: Girl, that's okay, just keep shaving. on shaving all your dreams in front of you. Stunt sachet, they no misbehaving. misbehaving. And her one, don't lift the weight of the world, flatten flat your, your weave. weave. That was her just one,
1: tease it out, turn Adam to Eve, Eve.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, um actually, When
1: love brings you
0: down that, That's <laughs> one, isn't Put it? on a shiny sequence gown If oh. you can get a gig. Season 5 Season 5 was as oh, these, the tea. As the moment And then we've got The queen Rahasia who started Gemini. fashion Yeah
1: She made RuPaul's Drag Race fashion She did She did And obviously she She had her own reputation Coming in there She'd been on ANTM You knew her on ANTM before Yes Race, I knew right? her as um, Sutan Sutan um, just an entity Raja at this point but it's going to be so cool to see her competing again she it's didn't... good for her to come back and, and show the kids oh yeah the birth of fashion oh I, what I'm hoping for from Raja is just loads of like 90s catwalk yeah. oak tour references yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so we've got All Stars 7 coming up there's also rumours now
1: about a um, an early out season so, yeah and a lot of my info for this came from Miramango um, like I said I often say like when we're Mid-season, I don't watch other reviews, but Mira Mangle does other kind of, like, rumours and yeah. facts videos. Yeah. She's really, really good, actually. Anybody out there who doesn't really know Mira, she's worth checking out on YouTube. She's got a great channel. Um, and she's a drag queen herself, so she knows what she's talking about. Um, well, that's a that's an assumption. Just because they're a drag queen, they know what they're saying. Well, she's, she's a good drag queen. Okay. She's, she looks great. Um, and... Yeah, so there's two rumoured seasons that are being filmed this year. So it'll be interesting to see who goes offline and, you know, there'll be all the Reddit speculation threads. One of them is supposed to be an early out season and one of them is supposed to be a fan favourite season. So Do you think they'll bring Valentina back for that? Yeah, probably. If she's up for it. She birthed the fan favorite. <laughs> Come on, fan favourite. She birthed fan favourites. Who else is up there as like a fan favourite? thing is, a lot of fan favourites are-, are girls who've fallen out with... Wow, like Willem. Willem's a fan favourite. But she'd never had um, come back at this point. Who else is a fan favourite that you can think of? Like vanji's a fan favourite, isn't she? People love Vanjie. Uh, yeah, people love vanji What I'll say, fan favourite isn't necessarily our favourites. It's people who are really, really Like Katia. Katia. I mean, I love Katia, but she's got this whole rabid fan base, frankly.
0: Katia will gain nothing by coming back to... Mm-mm. To It coming back to the world, No, Royal She doesn't need to. Um, I said, trick, Ador, Ador
1: Delano was rumored to be coming back for Ador which one? Fan, fan favorite. favorite. Oh, gosh! Oh, Laganja now as well because she's gained that momentum. The <laughs> thing yes. is, Laganja again, she has said specifically, I'd rather just go out on the high of my appearance in All Stars Six, yeah. So, I don't know if she really would. I think. She should leave it at the yeah. All Star Six. Le- leave them wanting
0: more.
1: That lipstick yeah. against Trinity. But if it's her and Adore on there, they'd be like ready made plot line. Is um, Thor, do you have a favourite? She's my favourite. I, I think she's got a lot of backing. Have People it? have loved her on. Latrice. Her, her, yeah. Would Latrice gain anything at this point because she was kind of done? I think Latrice for- has
0: something not to gain but something to fix. I think Latrice's showing in all stars mm-hmm. um wasn't a good showing for her, and I think that what she can do is come back and not tell us that she's beloved but show us why she became the most beloved drag I don't queen. Think,
1: I don't think Latrice will ever come back. I, I think she's she's got you know, her own career. Yeah. Well, she, she was a bit angry. Have it?
0: you seen her interviews post? I don't blame stars. She's not happy about the edit. She says a lot of the times they they mix up some of the editing to make it look like she's reacting to something mm-hmm. else. And she said it was rigor And I think she's a bit yeah upset at that. I mean, yeah. I'm like, well, you know what? Like, if you go in the first time and you get a good edit,
1: mm-hmm. leave it there. Yeah, because yes. she did get. A good in it. What I would say about Latrice is she said everything that she said on All Stars Four, and there were a couple of moments when she did come across as a little entitled. But I think what they probably didn't show was the warm, wonderful, maternal, queenly energy, which I'm I've no doubt was there, but it was, was there in abundance on season four. Mm. We didn't really see it on All Stars Four. I so said there wasn't that balance. Um, And that was very unfair to her, I think.
0: I think the number one fan favourite to come back would be Tyra Sanchez. (gasps) I would love to see Tyra Sanchez. I would love to see Tyra back.
1: Well, do you know who could? Jessica Wilde would be great. She's a fan favourite. Yes. There's a lot of clamouring for Jessica Wilde. Nina Flowers, I feel. Nina. Nina Flowers needs to come back. Absolutely. Um, like we're going way off topic. Should we? Um, well, no, so let's have a look, quick little thing about early outs then as well. Who, who do you love to see apart from Magnolia Crawford? Um, the puppet girl. Yeah. Ja- ja- James, 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 James. Mansfield. Yeah. Some of the girls that were rumoured in the list that I saw were very, um, they'd gone out like fifth or sixth and stuff. And that's not an early out to me. The Macarena. The, oh if they did it internationally she'd be fab. i think
0: the, the, the macarena needs to come back i
1: don't I've, i i want more of her um astina mandela was she first out she wasn't first she was third she's an early out i think early out could be up to third out i don't know i don't know about astina i think she needs a redemption i think she was treated really, really unfairly On they got rid of her the first opportunity and she had a win under her belt Hmm. It's very strange. Hmm. The Candy Can- Muse is a fandy favourite. She needs to come uh, Oh, Candy, yeah. A fandy favourite that I say. She's a fandy favourite. She's a fandy favourite. Um, I would love to see on the early outs Kelly Mantle. Oh, Kelly Mantle. Oh, Mama. Oh, oh they, you, the, Mama. They're trying to drown me in the river. <laughs> uh, yes, Kelly Mantle needs to come back. Absolutely. I am. Um, because Kelly Mantle, some early out girls, you do see, like, there's a reason why they went early. Maybe it's because they're skill set was a bit specific yeah. so like they were just beauty queens and didn't really have acting or something or the other way around mm. but kelly mantle's an all-rounder i think that um, diabetes is a good
0: example of how early out queens yeah. have so much to give, so much to give. absolutely
1: tom i think we need to get into the reunion so today just is one of the thing that sounds exciting cool. hurry up hurry up <laughs> rumor of a uk all-stars so, congratulations, Davina Campo. Yeah, <laughs> on the taking. on
0: the All-Stars win mm-hmm. for UK. Yeah. I thought she'd go for the um, international, but yeah, sure. Divina. She could
1: be. Canada versus the world is supposed to be a real Divina
0: thing. Davina yeah. is just a queen waiting for a crown. She I really I feel is. like that's what it is. Yeah. Like, she's got Alaska energy in the sense that Alaska mm. was going to get a crown one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And Chad Michaels was going to get a crown one way or the one other. And way. I feel like Davina Campo other. is another queen that's just waiting for the crown. She's to. Boundless queen Yeah, to be put on Mm -hmm. Uh, So, today is the reunion of season 14 It's exciting It's it's, it's so good to watch Without the shenanigans of editing I mean, there is editing But there isn't like They can't like manipulate it As much as they can In Mm post-production Than they can do in the actual episode So it's really good to see The girls Um chat. It's also good to see the girls come back and talk to each other, knowing what everyone else has said mm-hmm. behind their backs and getting a better understanding of it. And also a lot of the times we get some behind the scenes tea that we don't know that, that wasn't aired yes. and shared. So um I mean that's another reason why we, we love the reunions. Now I don't know what format we're gonna do because obviously we watch it live, then we pause and I just think that what we'll do is we'll watch it. If we feel like we wanna pause it, we'll pause and talk. Mm. if if we reach the end of the reunion and then we just do a whole blurb podcast then mm. so be it but i think that's what we should do i think we should get into it and just experience
1: oh you just immerse experience ourselves i'm so glad they're actually all in the same room for the first time in three years we've not seen this since season 11 oh yes yeah, because of zoom yeah yeah let's see it all right dr Tom, let's conversate Let's converse. Let's
0: conversate. Um, We've just seen, I I guess, whenever they take commercial breaks, we'll take a commercial break.
1: We'll take a sip.
0: We'll take a sip. We'll take a sip. Um, hydrate is important. <laughs> because it's important to be hydrated. is the ladies ladies most gentlemen. hydrating <laughs>
1: of all. So um
0: it's, it's nice to see the girls all back in one room. I need to
1: ask you first, who has the best costume? Well, I'm seeing a lot of beauty. Um, to me, like I'm probably being ignorant, but I'm not seeing like lots and lots of references, but I've not properly scrutinized them all. I actually really like Diabetes look. She's she's giving me kind of like old school Hollywood glamour Malena Dietrich yes. dripping in gold. Die Betty, who I feel should win the season... Um, i a big fan of Daya Di- is, is a fantastic queen
0: is just looking golden and, and both literally and I mean she yeah. is a masterpiece in that really outfit good. she looks expensive
1: she looks expensive which is what we want I would rob her <laughs> I think Alyssa Hunter is reminding us why she shouldn't have gone so early as well I'm loving her kind of candy coloured oh, Alyssa- Regency look Alyssa should never have gone that early especially seeing Very all Mastino. the runways all the runways that we've been seeing from her her. who else might enjoy well obviously cornbread's riff on willow's entrance look is I hilarious mean, cornbread is obsessed with willow pill i think i think cornbread's approaches do you know what i went really early through no fault of my own i'm cornbread but i'm also a willow stan and i'm going to show it and she's given that it's the ankle instead of angle and it's well, very, very, thought very was funny hilarious also very, very funny. she's got a willow pill tattoo on her did you know that Really? Yeah, she got a tattoo on her. Those two have a bond for life. Oh, they really they, they're sisters. They, they're, they're trans sisters now. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, so many of the girls are sitting at the back. And I know they walked in at the beginning, but I can't properly see. I think Georgia just looks sexy AF in her kind of leather. Ca- I'm sure I'm missing a reference to, to here. But to me, it's very like Madonna, don't tell me video. But mm. like a Georgia's twist on it. Angeria um, looks like a million dollars as usual, like a dream girl dream girl okay cool. so I mean what have we seen so far so far we've seen a lot of love we've seen a lot of love and a lot of chat about kind of just like mm, like the the chocolate bar and stuff being recognised in public nothing too interesting there I think they brought back Cornbread's um, story about her relationship with her family there's a little conclusion there isn't yes. there? in the sense Cornbread said something interesting I thought that like she felt that she need that this was actually a really really good forum for her to air her feelings because she had nobody, no family member trying to counter or cut her off as she was expressing herself. So she laid it all out. They've had time to digest that, and it's worked for her. I'm not saying it worked for everybody, but for her it has because she went back home to Carolina, and they all came to a gig, and she went to a cookout. In I in, mean, in, in in her in her true experience of herself, she went in, in femme presenting. Food heals. All of the show. it heals
0: everything. Oh, it truly does. Food heals. Which
1: food do you think is the most healing? Barbecues. Barbecues, okay. Barbecue and KFC. <laughs> Barbecue and KFC. <laughs> you got really healed yesterday then, didn't heals,
0: you? Heals uh, it. Wow, calling me out. <laughs> Why are you coming for me? Well, you must be living another life, Bolo, because you were... Li- you've you. been resurrected. <laughs> yeah. You're in another plane of existence. Yeah. And you are, I'll call you a cat because you've got nine lives after last, after last night. Or the KFC you had. Okay, look, it's first of all,
1: back it up, it's Easter. It is the Easter week. So Again. we are focusing on themes of resurrection, aren't we? Yes. Maybe that'll be the theme today. Today. Anyway. Um, I mean... The, the
0: most interesting thing that we've just um, seen and um, come to light, really, is they uh, revived the drama from the season. And the first drama is the one between Jasmine and Cornbread. And, and, of course, we had things to say when that happened about um, how, obviously, Jasmine is quite talkative. She's quite... The word is a loquacious.
1: Bit of a chatterbox. A bit of a chatterbox. Yeah.
0: And Cornbread came to her and told her... Um, to, Basically take a sip Because you absolutely <laughs> need to shut up And um, But it kind of just went to another level of everything that Jasmine seemed to be doing seemed to be irritating Cornbread, and of course we have mm. to remember this is like this is like more than twenty four hours, trying like a week. We'll say we'll say a couple of days, yeah, condensed into an an hour show. Of, course, of, of course. I mean, of, there's so much that happens, and, and we show only the most see interesting exactly. We only see but a minuscule. We only see but a tiny bit of it, um, put together. A, as though it's real time. So we
1: need to be quite conscious of that as well. We we'll see a bit of a contrast, don't we, between drama number one so far and drama number two. So it's kind of like Jasmine versus Cornbread. I think like th- it's really great to see Cornbread back on our screens. I think she's hilarious. She's charismatic. There's a lot of talk of how like um, Cornbread herself said, didn't she? She's not back for season 15 and she's not back for an All-Stars and she says, not my choice. She's tweeted that. She has. Um, and I, something has happened, clearly. Um, but I think that's a huge shame because she's a huge talent and she's great TV. Yeah. And it, I'm being reminded now of how great she was in those first episodes. You're, you're
0: right. Um because when she's gone, I was like, oh, you know, she was she was good while she was there." But seeing everyone in the reunion, she just has a commanding
1: presence. Oh, defo. she really just commands um, and attention. And Jasmine just, seems to respond to that as well because Jasmine is very kind of like everything between us is cool, you know. You, you, you the spoke word to me is right. The word is intimidated. That's it. That's what I keep on. Jasmine thinking. is Jasmine's intimidated, intimidated, by, intimidated by, Cornbread. by Cornbread. She does
0: not want to take her on. She does not. And it's so different when you see Jasmine versus diabetes. so let's move on to that yeah because the next point of drama that they brought up was jasmine versus diabetes and jasmine was just i mean there is not some
1: kind of way as they say
0: yeah she's not she doesn't have that same restraint like i mean who would want to take on cornbread i mean come on
1: she's a force not personally not personally i would avoid that conflict um but you know, diabetes are to be reckoned with as well. They've just got different styles. So Jasmine expresses really a lot of pain. Yeah. Over, over I need you to put your Dyer. psychiatrist head on for for a bit. Well, just thinking, at the weekend, you know, so that so we
0: can understand
1: what's going on here a bit more. I think Dyer expresses that and they do show some clips. She doesn't regret anything that she said, but she does regret the way that it was delivered at times. And I think to be fair, can you think of anything that Dyer said that wasn't true, or wasn't something that most of the room or the viewership were thinking? Um, I don't think Dyer did anything wrong. I think we're watching, we're watching drag queens who are passionate people and express themselves. I I think
0: that we are watching divas of the night
1: divas with of the silver night. tongues yes.
0: interact with other divas of the night. Mm-hmm. And what you, you're seeing here is a, a, a standoff. Someone's feelings are hurt, but I mean, I mean, of course they're valid,
1: but, mm. but, you're, like, a kind drag queen? I do wonder, I do wonder. if You know, we said how Jasmine might be a little bit intimidated by cornbread. Yep. Some of the anger that she feels towards cornbread is actually being directed towards Dyer because she doesn't feel she can direct it at cornbread. Mm-hmm. So she's actually projecting or displacing rather because uh, she feels that Dyer's a easier target, actually. Um, but, you know, clearly Jasmine is a sensitive person. Um, her feelings were hurt. I'm getting very Raven versus Tatiana vibes here you Know, um, is dia, a bit more seasoned, she's a bit tougher in her skin, um, she finds it easier to say things like that and sees it as part of the drag scene. Whereas Jasmine is a younger person, there it is, Who, she's, seems, she's actually quite sensitive, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I don't think like her self esteem is perhaps as robust, and so she really did feel hurt by some of the things that dia said, which I completely validate, so you know she's not really buying what dia is selling and the interactions are very very interesting the thing it, is it, it, there's a point in the dialogue
0: specifically from jasmine to dia where jasmine is kind of beating a dead horse because dia's already admitted yeah. to the fault that she's accusing her of and she's still hitting it and so, and i'm like i'm but Jasmine what, what are you what are you still doing so she's acknowledged yeah. what you said she's already um, you know she's apologised for it why are you still hitting that point that's, I don't understand why what,
1: yeah that's what speaks of another process to me that maybe maybe some of the animosity that she might hold towards cornbread is feeding into this like because she's never getting an apology from cornbread so she wants a double apology from Dyer or something this, there's something like that going on it's very interesting and other girls it's very, very interesting to me to see which girls were the diplomats in this situation, namely June and Kerry. They were the ones who were trying to just be like, you know, nobody's a bad person here. There was an argument, and feelings were hurt. It's in a pressure cooker of a competition. Clearly, Daya's expressing some regret over the way she delivered some of that. And let's try and move on from it and just see what happens in the future yeah um the phone call thing was very interesting as well because jasmine made quite a big point of like i've not heard from you but dia was like i did try i did try and he didn't pick up dia got quite emotional as well like i i think this because i don't know if we've mentioned dia did actually send us a message on instagram didn't she did we not mention? I don't know if we mentioned it. Um, Dyer. You're the first
0: person to name-dropping I, 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 right? I thought you would have put it on Instagram or something.
1: I thought you would have the admission <laughs> and the <laughs> poster there. No, um Dyer very, very sweetly sent us a message. And what it was, it spoke to me of like the poor girls had so much hate directed towards her for absolutely no reason by, I'm going to say, vile people who call themselves fans of Drag Race. Death,
0: y- y- death to them all.
1: Death to all of them. Death
0: to all of them. Death to all of them.
1: You know, and she expressed appreciation for the way that we'd spoken of. It. She'd listened to a couple of episodes of the podcast and I was hugely flattered by that. Um, and she just expressed a bit of appreciation that we would see in the situation with a bit more nuance, I guess. Um, and we do love her as a queen. Um, so I do think Dye has taken a kicking um, in the public forum over the past few months. You know how long has this season been um for the th- past couple of years for, th- for yeah. a few decades, Di has really felt <laughs> the really the really lethal has. lash of uh, the trolls um, look and I'm- so I think that was bubbling over now, and like to, to for it to continue here, but also I think she she cried more when she heard support from June, and it's almost like that was that was like I'm so glad somebody's sticking up for me kind of thing you do you know that feeling like when you're on the brink of
0: tears. Mm-hmm. And then someone's kind to you, yeah. and someone goes, "Oh, are you okay?" And then you just start bawling your eyes yeah. out. <laughs> I feel like I feel like maybe it was kind of that moment, mm-hmm. but um, I've I mean I before I mean the message was was kind, but it, it didn't change anything with me. I've I've, I've this for some reason I just really find diabetes a a real drag queen. She is she's I, compelling. She feeling. is, but she's got that that armor. Yeah that, and that, like that intimidation, like you don't want to come for her because she'll come for you times 10. <laughs> and, I've, and that's what I've, that's the kind of drag queen that I um, grew up being afraid of and yeah. being quite intimidated by, and she, she has a bit of that, and for
1: me, I really do like that. Do you know why I think we connect with that? I think we love seeing somebody who's queer, but shows toughness and steel. And that's what a tough drag queen shows. Like they're feminine and they're queer, but they're tough. And it's really nice. I think that's something that a lot of queer people can connect with. Mm. And like a power that I think we wish we all possessed. Um, it's gone to the commercial break and we're on to the next bit now. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, we see we... what happens next? Hugs all round. All right. How do you think the reunion is going so far? I think we've got the main kind of drama out of the way really i can't think of anything else this season that's been equally as dramatic to be honest any new information that we've found out um i like what i I like about the when they try to give each girl a little bit of a spotlight they move on to Alyssa hunter next one thing we'll say about this is that kind of like they bog on her about her being like the trade of the season and stuff and sure like she's really gorgeous handsome guy but like she's super duper talented as well like the reason she's memorable is not because she was trade of the season. It's because she was a really talented queen who went too soon. Don't you think? I know it just slightly annoyed me. Oh. That that's like how they frame her. Um. Well, I mean, she was gone in,
0: in like two episodes. So it's how else can you remember her? Well. Wow.
1: Do you know, to me, you're the trade of every season.
0: <laughs> you're the
1: trade, as in I would trade you for someone <laughs> else. Thank you. In a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we hear about some showmances. Well, there was, a, there was a little hint in the reading challenge, wasn't there, about Georges and Orion? Yes. Uh, and Angie and Camden did seem to have like a really close friendship. There's speculation as to whether it might blossom into something more. I think they're just playing into the whole, like... St-
0: the I, whole moment. I, I don't think... It didn't come off as something... I mean, there wasn't real flirting. Maybe they're just like being friendly and, you know... Yeah. We're sisters. Not everything's sexual,
1: is it? Yeah, exactly. Romantic.
0: That's what I thought. Um, Although
1: maybe. I wish them every happiness. Like, they're both really lovely people.
0: I mean, more drama. Well, the drama now, again, that they brought up
1: was... Jasmine, of course, versus <laughs> Metamorphosis. I think that one was just—it was like everybody was heated in untucked moment, and Maddie herself said, "I had a couple of cocktails and I lost the run of myself." I mean, if you don't remember that, that was the
0: whole moment um, where Jasmine and, and Maddie had their big fun untucked before that phenomenal Beyonce lip sync that Jasmine ended Maddie's career with. <laughs>
1: Not quite, but... Oh, my god! She ended her run on Drag Race.
0: That was the... Probably sort the best lip sync of the season. Jasmine was phenomenal in that. What Jasmine talent? was the lip sync assassin. Mm. Um, but um, I always thought Maddie semi came for Jasmine in that untucked. I think Maddie came think, for Jasmine.
1: I think it was a bit of both. I think there's bravado on both sides. I think, yeah, I think Maddie probably instigated it. But, like... Jasmine had this very justifiable "I'm not bothered" vibe that was just Riley Maddie. Why are you more. bothered? Yeah.
0: Why are you talking? Why are you talking? But why are you talking? I think it was really there. To you. I think it was there. I think Jasmine. I think Maddie was pressed, but Jasmine was like, "Girl." You serious? And that riled Maddie up
1: even more. Yeah.
0: This we ain't changing tires on stage, you know? There's ain't <laughs> uh, There's ain't you know, there's ain't a mechanics course over here, babes. we're, not asking we're gonna to change go out there. plug on a toaster yeah, here, Maddie. It's Beyonce. And I take it very seriously. <laughs> I don't I jo-
1: I don't fuck about Beyonce. Beyonce is something that's not really understood in your culture, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> So... It's not just a song. <laughs> it's Beyonce. It's a lifestyle. Okay. I mean, they talk a little bit about the importance of Maddie's presence. I think we've expressed our opinions on that very much, haven't we? Yeah. Like, again, I think, I guess, retrospectively, I think it's a little reductive to talk about Maddie as, like, the straight boy of the season and stuff, when... To my mind, she was just there as another competing, talented drag queen. I do wish I'd seen a bit more of Maddie. I thought she was very funny. I thought she was very overlooked. I thought she wrote a lot of the, you know, the early comedy stuff. She's clearly involved in a lot of the writing and like bits of her got cut and stuff. And um, I I think that the show treated her tokenistically when they shouldn't. Okay. I think.
0: All right. The other drama that they rehashed was the Lady Camden versus Bosco
1: over that saltine one, and it... Bosco reminded me of just how funny she is. Bosco
0: is that. reminding me why she's, she's so amazing. She's so so um, funny. Bosco was like, "What did she say that was so true that we've been saying?" every single season she was like i didn't know i didn't know when but when drag queens were supposed to be yeah not bitchy
1: exactly we say that all the time we say
0: that all the bloody, people are just so sensitive and i think jasmine should actually listen to what bosco had said because jasmine's very sensitive um but
1: very self-assured bosco
0: was like okay yeah i was just be in the drag queen Ooh, sorry <laughs> exactly I sorry think bit
1: bitchy yeah I do think there's a suggestion that Bosco and Dyer get on pretty well and probably share that opinion. Uh, I, I, you know, it was so, so funny when she did the, the kind of like aggressively complimenting. Yes. Thing. Oh, that was hilarious.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely dip. make
1: it around and social media. That'd be so good. Um, that was good. But the, the other thing that obviously came up in this segment was um, basically really, um, Kerry <laughs> Colby just spreading the gospel. Of being a beautiful trans woman and inspiring all the trans women around her to live their truth. You know? Um, They focus a lot on Jasmine. Like, that Untouched was just as much about Bosco. She's mother trans (laughs) That was such a reach. That was too much of a
0: reach. Reach for the stars. (laughs) Climb every mountain.
1: (laughs) Um, No, but it's great that, like... um, Carrie has clearly been remembered on the show for somebody who was very kind to her sisters and supported them when they were figuring themselves out. Yeah. Um, and Jasmine speaks about how, you know, she had to have a conversation with her father after that. And I do wonder, I do think it's really, really interesting about this. There's so much focus on Carrie as like the trans woman who walked into the, the workroom. And of course, she's wonderful and inspiration. But... But equally, cornbread walked in as an out trans woman, and it's like this, she doesn't get as much focus, and I don't know why, on that front. Because um, I don't think
0: cornbread was living her truth. Um, I think she
1: was. I think she was. No, remember
0: she hits a good no As in, like she she didn't have like Kerry's a. She is a trans woman living it, everyone knows, and she's at peace with that. And I don't think Cornbread was at that level. I she guess, was still, she had come out, they knew, but that relationship was a a bit rocky. Mm-hmm. There were some um, loose ends that weren't tied.
1: I think I think that was the difference. I don't know. Do you know what one thing that keeps on popping into my mind, and this is in no way a reflection on Carrie, because it's nothing to do with her as a person, I do think there's more focus on Kerry as presenting as this like very conventionally glamorous and beautiful trans woman and how that is like being held up as more of a model when that shouldn't be the case. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I don't know if I'm articulating that correctly. I don't think I don't think somebody's What
0: you're saying is that because she's pretty, she's got that privilege
1: I don't know. I, just, um, I think she's, she's, being, she's being held as more inspirational, more aspirational. Because she's pretty. I do wonder if that plays into it. Okay. And that's nothing to do with Kerry because Kerry's obviously- You're attacking sp- me. I'm attacking you. By taking
0: Kerry, you're attacking me. I'm always attacking
1: you. I'm pretty, Tom. Well, you've got pretty privilege. Pretty ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, Kerry's obviously a wonderful, supportive person and that must play into it a lot as well. But I do wonder a little bit about pretty privilege. And like- passing privilege as well that's true you know that's a that's very just just, just something that popped into my mind no disrespect to carrie whatsoever whatsoever she's wonderful
0: i feel like this is the jasmine show it really is i think, is. The, I think jasmine's getting a lot of story a story time air time um everyone just it's just you know we we talk about all the drama and now we've got a whole segment of how she came out on the show and um and i'm like well There are three other queens who came out, or two other queens
1: who also came out on the show. Yeah. They didn't get the same amount of time as she did. Bosco most notably because she came out in the same episode of Unheard. Willow's a little different because she came out off the show. She did have come out, yeah, she came out off the show. At the same time, but off the show kind of thing. Um, But yeah, so interesting. It's just something to do with Jasmine as a personality, I think. She makes compelling TV, but equally, Bosco's so, so funny and articulate.
0: yeah. She I mean, said, yeah, uh, she um, has she, the definition of Aja. When Aja said, I wasn't reading Valentina, I was just aggressively, aggressively complimenting her. And um, Bosco aggressively complimented Lady Camden. And that way. was such a beautiful icon. And it was just real. And it was just, it was off the cuff, unrehearsed. And it's these ridiculous. are the moments that counts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this you, is G. the yeah. moment that counts. That counts. <laughs> now, before we go on and watch the next part... I want us to crown our Miss Congeniality. Oh, oh, before I even say that, I was right. They showed Willow's tattoo, uh, the tattoo of oh, Willow yeah. on um,
1: Cornbread. Cornbread. The promo so,
0: so they've got such a good relationship. And I I, mm-hmm. I, heard that from, I think I was watching an interview on it. Anyway, who are we crowning Miss Congeniality? It's, from what it sounds like, it's going to be, say, have you got it? Don't, don't say, it. have you got it? I think
1: so. Okay, three, two, one. Kerry Colby. Colby. Yeah, I it's, do think she's been a wonderful support assistant to so many of the girls. One thing we should know is that usually girls who are in the top, in the finale, don't get the privilege of being Miss Congeniality. It's something that's reserved for one of the other girls. Yeah, but so if
0: I, it was, it would be if, if I they... I think it sounds diabetic-y. like <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah absolutely yep. 100 with Angeria uh, c- close behind and, and, Angie I think is well known to be a sweetheart if she wasn't in the top I think she'd be a, vi- she'd be vying for this
0: yeah I think we're going to announce it in the episode I wanted to make sure that we got ours out there before Carrie. we said. okay well let's let's carry on well, that's the end of the reunion I mean I think everything could just be left until the finale
1: there was just nothing more there. yeah just leave it there just leave it open. there was nothing more to the sky oh, not a huge amount um there was a little reading challenge that was quite funny. I thought Maddie was great. Again, just like more kind of like evidence that, that, that Maddie is a really fantastic. I liked her little thing with Rue as well as like two design challenges early on was just very heterophobic. <laughs> um, I think
0: Orion's story is high.
1: Orion had he had is not all the a heat. bit of a smoke, a she, bit of a drink.
0: She is not a hundred percent there. She, she just looks had- dazed. She's she's lost and confused. She's very there.
1: <laughs> lost and confused. I was to smile from within. When I realized realized these women were men. (laughs) Men. That is how it went.
0: Uh, There's nothing else to talk about. I mean, great cast. It's sad that it's coming to an end. I can't think of anything more that we got from the reunion. Good vibes. I really do hope that things are
1: hashed out between Daya and the other queens. She offered a very sincere olive branch, I think. What I liked about that is she said, like, let's talk about it off screen kind of thing. Um, which is very sincere to me. It's not, like, performative. So that's nice. Which was like, um, and this time,
0: maybe pick up, Jasmine. (laughs) Um, Then you didn't have to go off as hard as you did here at the reunion. Go off, sis. Do you think the people here know who the winner
1: is? Do you reckon the The, reunion was done after? They'll know who the top two is because what Rue said was, there's the individual performances, and then two queens go head-to-head in a lip-sync smackdown spectacular. So... Any vibes there that told you... Because remember, like, in season nine, it was really, really obvious in retrospect that, like, Shay had not won because she was so angry. I mean, Shay was pissed. And coming for everyone. She came for everyone. She came for... uh... The girl,
0: she—I think she even tried to come through pool. She went for the camera crew, the lighting. <laughs> she went for the she went for the facilities they were in, the chair they were K-Train. sitting on. She just went off. She yeah. went off.
1: Okay. The only person who really got any focus out of the top five of this episode was Dyer. To be honest, everybody else really didn't get as much focus as some of the other girls like Carrie and Jasmine. Mm. Um, so it's hard to get a sense of, like, I don't know if I was putting bets on who's in the top two. I'd say it's probably Willow and bosco probably just because public opinion factors in so much maybe not bosco actually angie's got so much public backing too although camden as well and we love dyer i can't call it okay the winner's dyer and i don't know who's going to go up against her if i was to put money on who wins this season it's willow pill willow spoke very very little but everything she said this episode was hilarious Even as 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 Rue was like like signing signing them off, and like she was like da da da, and diabetes, and and Algeria, and and she did this funny winking thing (laughs) with the camera; it was so funny. (laughs) I mean, you're just a Willow Pearl stan. I don't care. She can, she, you know what,
0: I was going to say, she can just blink and you'll be like, oh, wow. She literally just She, she, she did. She yeah. blinked
1: and you're like, she, oh, my God, you're amazing. She could walk out in a diaper and I go, oh, Willow Pearl, your smile is beautiful. I
0: mean, look, you are Team Willow Pearl. Um, This cast is, there's there's a lot of love here, and and like a family, they fight, it was a typical reunion, nothing too dramatic, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, you know, there was no vixen walking out, or anything, there was no, um, you know, really a grown man like asia crying
1: She goes <laughs> oh, asia,
0: asia was going through it she was just she was she was she was, we, she was angry at the butterflies because angry at
1: those bloody butterflies that refused yeah, to live yeah why won't you fly <laughs> we did this in rehearsals five six There's seven nights refused to sustain life <laughs>
0: That should have been her talent, Resurrection. (laughs) Easter, I told you it was a theme. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was cute, but let's just save everything we have and more for the finale of season 14 next week, which we will be covering pronto. We will. so make sure you're joining us remember we still got season we still got season two these talented queens exactly that's something you have to watch or something you have to listen to so make sure that you do join us in in there for that this week jasmine did you not hear me talking
1: (laughs) i just thought i had something so important to say jasmine (laughs) did you was i my lips moving and you're
0: still trying to talk over me i'd say it was
1: so important you must Oh agree. my gosh, Tom. Like Viewers
0: write in. Who was more interesting at that moment? <laughs> Tom. He brought, like, seriously. <laughs> Back the hell up. Thank you very much. Actually, didn't didn't someone write us a lovely message we um, before we sign off? Actually.
1: wasn't 100% a review. I'm putting on the fan now. Um, Can you hear the fan? Oh, no. Don't, oh, don't put lovely, that on. Don't put that on. That's just, that's just causing chaos with the Sonics. Go on. Um, We've got it. Um Tom, to you're never prepared. Well, this has is, this is sprung upon me. Mm. Um, lovely Brody so just sent us a lovely message. I'm not going to read it out because obviously it's not a review, so it's not necessarily for public consumption. But just like, thank you very, very much for that that message. It was very, very nice. Thank Brody. you. Much, Brody. Yeah. Brody. Just said that they generally appreciated... Um, the tone of our podcast oh. the tone of it wasn't pointed was it um, the tone was mo- not pointed it's just that we, we, we give opinions but we're not mean trust me and that's what we aim for we aim to not be mean Brody right?
0: it's pointed at me most of the time but it's pointed sometimes but thank you very much for the message again feel free to write us a review um, provide a, uh, write us a message on our Instagrams or email um, we're splitting the GNT podcast on the Instagram mm-hmm. um, Twitter you can find us there as well and and make sure to follow us as we continue doing season two of España and our finale episode next week. And then it's
1: only going to be a few weeks really until the all-winners season and as, as España comes to an end.
0: And then you have more to come. So that's it for us uh, for the week. with the Gen Z Podcast. This is Paulo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys
1: soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.